killer bees have relocated their hive. It's at the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, which is currently located at the decoy. Let's join the boys, Joel Blank and Jeremy Brenham. Hey, back. Two in the books, one to go. Final hour of the show, 60 minutes on the clock. Barry Laminac with me, Joe George, back at the studio. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FMs. Catching up on some text. Joe, you ran on Bad Take Boulevard about CJ being a bad take machine. Might be one of the most ironic moments in the history of ESPN 97.5. I don't know if Alex sent that or not. Uh, well, look, here's the thing about that. Agreed. I'm not saying it's not because, like, I, I know I have a bunch of bad takes, okay? I'm just saying C.J. Stroud, he's littered with them. Like, you can't dump on the city in any way, shape, or form that you're the quarterback of. And as long as you're yes, playing you good, you're fine. You absolutely, he has a right to his opinion. That doesn't make it a bad take. You know, but Joe's right. And I, I, I don't say that very often. Because True. Joe normally teams up against me. Yeah. But Joe's right in the fact that sure. as long as he's playing well – he can say whatever the hell he wants, and he's got immunity. But if he doesn't play well and has these takes, people are going to come out of the woodwork, and they're going to bring these kind of things up. Like, yeah. think, of, like think about Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson is like is almost the perfect example of this. When no one really crushed Deshaun Watson, even though we all know Bill O'Brien sucked as a head coach. I heard a couple of massage things. Like, Deshaun Watson, when he <laughs> cried at the press conference when he got paid about how great of a man and coach Bill O'Brien was, everyone was just like, oh, that's so nice. He loves his coach. And then six months later, Bill O'Brien's getting fired. And then that's when it's like, well, maybe Deshaun Watson is an idiot because he was literally just praising this guy who just got canned. Yeah. Look. We all know that that was a, a mental 180 for everybody in the city that had made Watson into being this choir boy of greatness, goodness, and all that is well in Houston. And then just like that, everybody was like, how did we miss this? And how long has this been going on, right? And then it was the cover-up on top of that. And, and you know what? That's a good point. If the worst thing C.J. Stroud ever does is complain about the food and the hotness of the women in Great. Houston— Okay, that's, even if he doesn't have awesome. great years, cool. And the other thing Good is, that. like, a lot of the things that you don't want when you have a player that turns out to be great is he could be cranking on his own team. He could be bashing his receivers, or yeah, he could be bashing on his, you know, on his line, or things like that. We know he doesn't do those things. It's just, to Joe's point, like, he better damn well keep winning and being good if you're going to be that outspoken. I think y'all are blowing those takes out of proportion. If if he were to say Houston is like, I look, I caught heat on this show. Well, on the suspects because I said Dallas. Oh, you caught plenty of heat on the show. You just don't listen. To true, it. but uh, I said Dallas was a cleaner and nicer city oh, than Houston, right. and people lost their mind. But the fact is, the facts. Drive around. There's vines growing on the freeway. In here, that, Those like, are noise reducers. No, not. Yes, they are. The green space sucks, that is, up, sucks up some it, of the noise. I'm up sorry, the they're, not, they're not vines. They're weeds growing on the freeways. That, like that's you're never going to convince me that Houston it's is a cleaner marijuana. Not just any weed. <laughs> it's, it's CBD. <laughs> Six ten is brought to you by. No, listen, fifty nine is the highway to hell. By the way, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I just that, if those are the worst takes or. That's the that's Let me the give you the ultimate example. Takes. That's just y'all are being no, no, y'all no, no, are no. being petty about his takes. Let me give you the ultimate example of the good and the bad that can be ugly. Okay, Cam Newton said the same kind of things that he's saying now 
when Cam Newton was MVP. And everybody just went, that's just Cam. And then the minute that Cam fell off, and when he was trying to get a job, and when teams weren't keeping him, and then he's continued to roll on, now he's crapping all over Brock Purdy. People are crushing. Oh, no, he's, he's switching. That. He Did tried to switch today. Yeah. Well, it's a little too little too late because yeah. you crushed on he him for weeks. Yeah. yeah, And people now make him an easy target. If he was still successful in winning, people probably wouldn't be as hard on Cam as they are. I think there's a big difference in what Cam did and then what CJ said about the food in oh, the city. Yeah, I, I just I just think CJ but this like isn't Cam's only bad no, take. I just think oh, no. CJ has bad takes and like as long as he's winning, like we won't put him on bad take boulevard, but like if at some point like it's gonna be it might just be him and Colin Coward, myself and Skip Bayless. <laughs> like that's that's what it's gonna be. He's also young though, right? I mean like he's going to mature and he'll he'll develop a filter a, a little better as he gets older. So I think it might be an age thing, too. I think there's something to be said about that. I think that in a lot of cases, we're talking about a guy that needs to mature. It's kind of like the point that I was making in the past about Jalen Green. When you have a guy that is as much as expected of you, like a C.J. Stroud, like a Jalen Green, right? At a certain point, maybe unfairly, people expect that your maturity level is going to equal your bank account instead of the number on your driver's license. Right, I think that we forget how young CJ and Jalen are, so they're not going to be fully matured. They're not going to be, you know, have the kind of stability that a lot of people expect when a guy's making the money he's making. He's out in the camera in the public eye doing the things he's doing. I think it's unfair, but I think that because of their perception in the in the sports world and in the entertainment world, people expect too much, and that's why they get unfairly criticized. That's probably true. That's probably true. Um, I don't know. I, I I just think there's more egregious things that can like, be said. Like no one, if you got a kid that just didn't even finish college yet, no one is expecting that kid to be a role model for every little young athlete in the country. But suddenly you give them a multi-million dollar contract and give them the, the starting quarterback job for an NFL team, and, and all of a sudden you're expected to be the perfect role model with all the maturity in the world for all these kids, and I think that's unfair. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, they're held to a different standard. True. It, with, w- w- you know, with the money and with that, with that job of being a uh, starting NFL quarterback, there's probably bigger expectations than, you know, if, if, a, if a backup – nickel corner says ah yeah i don't like the food here no one cares right i get that i just i don't know i i I, charles barkley said way i was thinking about the same thing charles Charles barkley Barkley also was honest in saying but i am not a role model unfortunately now you are and you're more than ever before because of social media and how many people are watching every single thing you do yeah i mean you're right it's just i don't know it just seems penny but that's what that's what social media has made everybody become more of. That is true. That is the wild card in this, in that, to Joe's point about you can't say these things and you shouldn't say these things and people are going to turn on you. Charles Barkley said those things, and it was a sound clip and a sound bite that didn't get played uh, 5,000 times a minute and on had, all the different – And had not, yeah, a million views. It got views, played on ESPN. But it also didn't have a million sport, views exactly. and how many likes and how many comments. And people tagging it and then people taking it and making new content with it. and So, yeah, you're right. In that regard – what you say now, it gets amplified. 
But also, but at the end of the day, there weren't such things as podcasts. So you had to be on a national network or a local TV station, which is censored for language, but also edited before it airs in most cases. So suddenly you didn't have that open line of communication live for the most part, where you could shoot yourself right there in the fanny. Oh, there was still radio. They, they, they were still saying dumb things on radio. Not, but, not to that level. But, but, well, yeah, I think so. But, like, well, Don Imus is a good example. That yeah, wasn't but, Social media wasn't like it is now when he did that. It was, it was coming into its no, own. No, but I'm but, saying for CJ to have the avenue to be able to air it uh, out as consistently as he does saying with the things that he's saying. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. So I, I, I acquiesce to, to, to Joe a little bit in the fact that he's right. Those things will come back to haunt him because people are stupid and on social media. For sure. But not because they're awful and egregious and oh, I can't believe he said that about our burritos. But that's I think, ridiculous. But, but the biggest thing that's unfortunate about all of this is right, wrong or indifferent. How he plays on the field can give him a pass. And I, a lot of, sometimes you yeah. deserve it, sometimes you don't. But sometimes the biggest unju- uh, when it's this stuff, yeah, right. When it's this stuff, right. Like, like Deshaun didn't get. No, a pass. and I'm not talking about Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm just talking saying, about like, the fact that Joe. Yeah, point, when like, you're like, oh, chicks on the north side are ugly. Hey, I got three touchdowns. Can't say nothing. Ha <laughs> ha. This yeah. is why I only date south side chicks. Like, yeah, it's a bit different. Southside stand up. Uh, okay, all right. So we uh, <laughs> we're gonna come back, and Joe and I had a conversation the other day. And we Good brought you guys. I, and it's rare, but it happened. <laughs> and we were talking about the fact that because uh, Jeremy and Joe and I had a conversation about who would you mo- most like the Texans to emulate, the Chiefs or the Niners? Uh-huh. And that spun off into me asking Joe, "Hey, if you're going to be like the Niners, who's your McCaffrey deal? Who's out there?" So Joe and I each brought three to the table. Well, now one of them is out there talking about what he's looking for, and maybe it's not with the team he's currently with, and I want to throw it out there to you and then see if you would be interested in him joining the Houston Texans. We're going to do that next in the final hour of the show. It's the Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. Back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, live at the decoy, and your favorite drive-time sports talk, the Killer Bees. Here they are, Joel and Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, out today, back tomorrow, and Barry Laminac, my good friend, joining me and everybody else for this fine affair at the decoy. If you haven't gotten here yet or have never been here, you need to come out here and check us out. It is off I-10 in the uh, Bunker Hillish area, uh, or is it Gessner? between Bunker Hill and Gessner in, oh, in that area, oh, but it's pretty road. easy to find. It's got outdoor volleyball. Uh, they got cornhole. They got a big weekend coming up with lots of specials. You can get a table for Super Bowl. Uh, they've got all kinds of things going on. Uh, and, and, of course, Chewy is here signing autographs. He'll be here till probably 6.30 or 7. <laughs> Barry's going to stay here. Jerome's going to join us, and he's going to do game on from 6 to 7 as well. So plenty of time for you to still get out here and enjoy all of the great environment that is uh, one of the newest bars here out in the I-10 area, the decoy. All right, guys. Joe, you and I had this conversation the other day, and we each randomly picked three guys that we thought of teams that might be willing to part with a bigger salaried, more talented player simply because they might be leaning towards rebuild. Now Justin Jefferson, one of the guys I brought to the table, comes out and says, hey, look. There's some things that I'm looking for. I want a quarterback that can play. I want my bag. I want to break the bank, which is a little bit frightening. Mm. Um, And I want to win. And I don't know that the Vikings are set up to do those things, so there's a chance that 
this is one of those guys that might be available. Would you be interested yes. on Justin Jefferson one? Because I think that's the obvious answer. Of course, no we'd question. all be interested. No but question. what is it going to cost to get him? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What if, if I, what if it's three first round picks? Uh, oh, you're talking about the trade for him? Yeah, because right now he's not free. Well, he can't just walk yeah, away. Yeah, the club. Uh, well, I'm not looking at 2024 necessarily. I'm like, okay, yeah, 2025. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's going to want to test the waters. If he says, I want to break the bank. But Minnesota's going to try to get something for him then if they know he's walking. So would you trade True, for but you, it, it, for what? For uh, half a year? Right now he's got he's got one what? One year left. That's it. No options. No options. It was a, it was a club option for 2024 that they exercised. So maybe you get him cheaper. So he's done. Yeah. So, so trade for him now. <laughs> oh, no, but then you got to worry about re-signing him. And, yeah, you, yeah, but you here's break the, the thing. bank for him. CJ right now but is if you costing didn't have to you give nothing. Him up, Right. So why, you could get him and start to pay him when you don't have to pay the quarterback, and I would think that gives you a better chance to win. I, but you're only getting him for a year. But you can resign him. So if the, But if it, a guy says, I want to break the bank, he's going to free agency. Unless you just make him an offer that makes it, that's not even close. If it's a Shohei Otani type deal, in, in regards to the NFL deals, it won't be that. Baseball's money is ridiculous. But, you know, if you make him the uh, highest paid receiver yeah. ever plus, then, then maybe but he that doesn't. plus doesn't have to be that great. Yeah. Look what Hayter did. Hayter did. Hayter's deal to be the highest paid reliever in the history of baseball was not that much more than the deal that was the Mets reliever that had it before him. So I don't know that, that that's that. You don't have to overspend. You get him for one year at a very, very, very reasonable rate, and then you work that in while you also factor in you still have C.J. under a on, a, on an easy-to-control contract for a couple more years. Joe, where are you at it on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely pay Justin Jefferson, like, whatever it takes to to keep him here long-term. If you're going to make the trade, like, you're going to have the back-channel conversation. It's not going to be like Tunsil. Like, if they trade for Justin Jefferson, if he's really available or really wanting out of there, like, like they would get a deal done right away. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that part. The question is just, do you want to – do you go for it now – and if he really does want to be traded, and we talked about this, like this is something the Vikings have done in their history. This is not the first time. They traded Randy Moss. They traded Diggs. Like, it would not shock me if they traded Jefferson at some point if they didn't that's want to keep point. him. So like, I, I wouldn't point. be stunned if he's available, honestly. Yeah, that's a good point. So does it help you then? Is it fair to say it helps you if he only has one year left that you don't have to give up as much because you know that what they know, which is in a year's time he's going to test the market if he doesn't go to a place that can possibly – have the opportunity to re-sign him? No, because that's the, the AJ Brown was just traded for two first-round picks, I believe, just like two years ago, and this is the exact same situation. But they re-signed him right away. Yeah, they did, but it was still two firsts to get him. So, like, I, I think that would be the. I think two firsts plus would be the going rate for Jefferson. Still, good news is he's twenty-five. Oh no, there's, he's in the prime. Of his so that, that's cool. But uh, market value on him on Spot Track twenty-nine point three. I was gonna say it's at least twenty-seven. Twenty-nine point three million a year for four years. You would have to sign him to a four-year, $117 million deal. And my guess is, if that's the deal, knowing the way the NFL is trending, at least half of that would be guaranteed? At least? Oh, see, here's the thing. I don't mind, you know, I don't mind guaranteeing the majority of that. At his age, 
with yeah. where CJ is, with what the market is. Because who's not to say that within three? Because you got again, he's got one year left on his deal. Then you add the four year extension. That's five years under contract. And I guarantee you that yes, the first the first year of that contract, and maybe even before that, he's not the highest paid receiver in the game. Well, and then after that, you're probably getting a value for what the receiver rate has been going to. Yeah, Devontae Adams got a hundred and forty million over five years. Justin Jefferson's going to want that. I think he's going to want more than four years for sure. Yeah, so so if Devontae Adams got five one forty, and statistically Justin Jefferson is either ahead in certain categories or just behind Devontae Adams and others, you're looking at forget that that market value. You're looking at I think four five one fifty minimum. Let's just set it at that. Five years, hundred and fifty million, and I don't even know what was Devontae Adams' guarantee here, but let's just start at five years, one hundred fifty million. You doing that? It's a lot of money, but like I said, I think that in a, in a few short years, you're going to find out that the market's probably going to get the, – the, the cap's going to go up, the, mar- the, the market for receivers, the price is going to go up. I'm not going to say it's going to ever look like a bargain, but I think that when you have someone that you totally believe in and know that CJ's going to do the things he's going to do, that you would gladly have Justin Jefferson. Then the other question becomes, you've got Tank for a couple more years, but you know that Nico's coming up too. So you're just basically – Nico's probably going to walk then if you're going to give Justin Jefferson all that money. Yeah. And the guarantee was sixty five point six million. So for Devontae? Yeah, on his one forty. So like I said, yeah, you're but probably early on you're good with you're probably looking the first at having a guarantee of half of that one fifty, one sixty, whatever you end up having to pay him. Joe, where you I at would, on that? I would do it. I mean the the, the kid is that good. Well, well yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doing it too because like we talked about like if you sign Grenard to a twenty million dollar contract, you have no cap space left, right? It's Jonathan Grenard. Like he, he is not in the conversation of Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. It is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And the thing about the salary cap is it, I think it just jumped like $20 million. It's only going to keep going up yep. because the gambling money, the Sunday ticket deal that they just signed with YouTube TV, like the salary cap just keeps going up and up and up and up. So like, I don't think it'll ever be a bargain, right. like how like Mahomes' contract kind of looks like, but it's it could be because like if Justin Jefferson gets that, Jamar Chase is going to pass it. So like, See, it, that's what I'm saying. It's always going to go twofold. up. It's twofold, right? To your point, off the field, the league is making enough money and, and continuing to make bigger strides making off-the-field revenue in the money department to where you know that there's going to be another TV deal coming around the corner, too. There's going to be more opportunities to make money off of streaming. <sighs> They're so, going to start charging us for, for playoff games on Paramount. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. Care. I don't care what you have to pay out of pocket. The bottom line is that means the cap's going up. Mm. And on the flip side, from an overall value yeah, you're going to look – everybody's going to you, you have the highest-paid receiver in football probably for a year. And then next man up, next receiver that's going to be due for a free agent contract, whether he's, be, he's better than Justin Jefferson or not, probably not. But he's going to make more money? Probably. So by the time you get to the, the backside of that contract, he's probably looking more and more like it's a decent deal for you, assuming that C.J. continues to be the quarterback that he is. Well, there's no doubt. You have to get a one – for C.J. Stroud. And I don't think Nico Collins is that guy. I don't think Tank Dell is that guy. I think they're really good. But either one of them could be a two. But Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, those are ones, right? Those are guys that that's your one. And then Tank Dell is your complimentary. Or Nico Collins is your complimentary. Or however you work that out. But Do you guys believe that? Do you believe that Tank can't be the one? Uh, like, to me, Nico is not a true one. But Nico is like T. Higgins to Jamar Chase. Like, yes. Right? Agree. But I think Tank 
because of his uniquely dynamic speed and explosiveness. I do believe that he does have to fill out a little bit or get a little stronger, and obviously that the injury is going to be a concern. For blocking on the right, interior, that was on goal line stance. But overall, I, I think Tank could be a one on a team. Okay, well, agree to disagree on that, Joe. It just like how good of a one? Just answer can he, the question, Joe. How good of a one can he be? Like, can he? Be, what does that even mean? Can he be DJ Moore? Yes, but DJ Moore is a one. We're talking elite one. His rookie year, look at how many touchdowns no, he had before he got hurt. DJ Moore is like a is a really talented wide receiver. Like if Tank Dell is DJ Moore, that's a huge, huge win. But can he? He can't be Tyreek. He can't be exactly. AJ Brown. He can't be Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. He can Jamar be in that is, next tier, right? But like, I don't think he can be like like I would not project him to ever be better than Marvin Harrison down the road. So like, see. He can be really, 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 really good, but like yeah. I just he can't that's be what a two elite. Is. That's what that's what a two is. That that's that's what a two no, is. No, you know what that is? That that's wide receiver one on a bad team. Someone's gonna yeah. pay him wide receiver one money on a bad team. True. 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 I, I think that that's where he becomes a, a true wide receiver one. But look, I, I don't think he's the cheetah because I don't think that he's as physically built the way oh, no. that Tyreek Hill is. But I think from a speed and explosiveness and quickness standpoint, he's all of Tyreek Hill. It's just that some guys, and maybe that would also hurt him if he tried to bulk up or get any stronger, but I think that's always going to be the major concern with him where he can't get to true wide receiver one is because of the lack of the true physicality. I, I do agree. And then you worry about bulking up and slowing down. and Or creating uh, injury concerns. Yeah, more muscle, more things to pull. And, yeah, um, I, I, I think that they – they knew what they were getting in Tank Dell when they when they pulled the trigger, but I don't believe anyone in that organization thinks he's a one. So, but Tank, see, and the thing is, they're going to pull the trigger ten times out of ten on where they got Tank Dell, knowing that whether he's a one or a two, he's an unbelievable weapon. for Absolutely, you. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, just, I, I want to make it clear: I'm not diminishing what yeah, Tank right, Dell right, right. is. I'm just saying that there's about five or six receivers in the National Football League that are elite true ones that if you have a chance to go get one, you go get one. See, I wouldn't put – you put Diggs in that. I wouldn't put Diggs in that no? category anymore. Okay. I think he's on the downside, but I think the other guys you pretty much nailed. And I think that people are paying handsomely to have that kind of guy on their roster. And they're also, for the most part, pretty good teams. Now, the Raiders, probably not, right? But if you're not on a pretty good team, you have a tough decision to make. Do the Raiders trade Devontae Adams – because of the fact that they, you don't know who's even throwing them the, the ball while you're paying them an exorbitant amount of money. But I, I'm sure Antonio Pierce says keep him. But the Jets have yeah. tried, the Jets tried to trade for him. Mike Evans is Justin Jefferson. Thrown out. Mike Evans is a free agent, so yeah. you don't have to trade for him. Yeah. So you're, you, one way or another, you're going to pay to get a true one on a good team. So why not go get Justin Jefferson now and let him pay him while CJ is still on a rookie deal? Amen. No, I'm, I'm for it. I love it. Love that idea. All right, we got a half hour to go in the program, so we're going to take a quick break here. 30 minutes left on the clock. Lots more we can get to, and it always includes you, 713-780-3776. Text that number. Call that number. Join the show. Be a part of the program. We're all on Twitter, available as well. We've got 30 minutes to go. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. Back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, live at the decoy. And your favorite drive time sports talk, the Killer Bees. Here they are, Joel and Jeremy. 
Hey, back. Jeremy out today, back tomorrow. My good friend Barry Lamanek is here with another edition of the Usual Suspects reunion. The Unusual Suspects. Everyone, somebody called the show that time. They were like, all right, boys, I want you to know this is my favorite program. I've listened to the Unusual Suspects going back to 1974. It's like, nope, you, none of that was accurate, At sir. At the Red House? At the Red House. That was good times. Yes, we had a lot of those. So we're having another one today, having a good time. Joe back at the studio, Andrew Carlson here at the Decoy. If you are interested in having a good time with a great environment, head over to the Decoy. Alex with two X's, the president of the Joe George Fan Club, is here. He is already salivating about the car wreck of the day, Joe. I can tell you this. Honestly, he is already writing a list down on the whiteboard they have here. He's drooling. He's got his earpiece in. I like it. Joe's not scared. I just want you to know, Alex. He's not scared of you. He is not fearful of what you are going to try to bring to the table today or any day, my friend. What I'm happens? Just letting you know. Oh, Alex nominates Joe for car wreck of the day. Every day? Literally every day. Oh, that's a good man. That's a good man right there. That's smart. Did you hear his take on CJ's takes? Wow. That was a one driver, one car wreck right there. Just wrapped it around a telephone pole. Hey, real quick, can we veer off course for a second? Sure. Um, I you've ever done that before. What? We talked prop bets. And um, we we didn't get to the best prop bet that was on the board, right? Is, By the way, shout out to Lee Sterling for yep. joining us with Paramount, Paramount Sports. Sports. Um, but there was there was a prop bet out there that I think is the ultimate prop bet. Um, I don't remember the 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 place that it was on, but there's a prop bet out there that says. How many hamburger patties will Andy Reid have on his hamburger after the Super Bowl? Post-game hamburger, how many patties will be on it? Over-under was set at one and a half. Guys, this is the lock of the century. If uh, Take out all of your savings, mortgage the house, get all of your money, and put it on the over, one and a half patties on the post-Super Bowl hamburger for Andy Reid. Here's why. If he wins the Super Bowl, my man is celebrating with all the meat, okay? The man is getting so many meat patties if he wins the Super Bowl. That's, he doesn't pop champagne. He doesn't do illicit drugs. He eats hamburgers. He eats meat. That's what he does. So they win the Super Bowl. Chiefs win another one. Maybe he does one for every touchdown they score, one for every point. I don't know. But I, it's at least five patties. Five. Five patties on that burger. One more than Andrew today. Easily. Yeah. I mean, look at this dude. If he can eat four, you tell me Andy Reid can't eat five? Andrew That's- ate four patties. Two burgers, he did. he did. one and a half minutes. He did, yep. Andy Reid, I mean, obviously Andy Reid can beat that, but. They look alike. Well, okay. I, Andrew's trying to grow facial hair right now. He, a little bit, a little bit. By Super Bowl so, Sunday next year, he'll have over, the walrus. Over one and a half patties is a lock if they win the Super okay. Bowl, right? And yep. then you're like, well, what if they lose? Aha! Well, as a fat guy, I can tell you that when bad things happen, we eat our feelings. This is just a fact. And if Andy Reid loses the Super Bowl, he's going to be so sad. It might be 12 uh, it might be a 12-patty burger. I'll just say it. It could be a 12-patty burger. I think Vegas setting one-and-a-half patties is ridiculously low. How do you not go two, two-and-a-half and see where, where, where the public falls on that? It's a, it's a lock. I'm, I've already put $7,000 on this on the over. That's a good call on your You part. should do that. What, what is your website? <laughs> um, I don't is know. There a code oh, save, it's, is there a code word to save yeah. us some money? Yeah. I, I don't know who's sponsors and who's not, so I don't want to say anything. I was gonna make one up, but then I was like, "Well, what if they don't advertise anymore?" And yeah, Why don't you just go. To it's Barry a whole thing. 
Oh, you meant real website. I gave you a free <laughs> chance for a free plug. I was trying to make up one. I was going to call it gimmethewin.com. What? Yeah, I don't even know if that's. Anyways, <laughs> Joel's looking at me like the most disappointed dad I am, in the history of I am of very radio. much that. He's just I like, I can't believe. That. I haven't. Any suggestions of uh, suggesting you should talk into the mic? Skip those. <laughs> but the crazy thing about the prop bets, well, I don't understand this. How is it possible that some of these prop bets exist, right? One of them was uh, the, the Drake Jinx. What jersey or what, what kit or what team's gear will Drake wear for the game? And I'm like, that, that just doesn't seem fair because if I'm Drake, I go to my crew, I go to my guys, I go, yo, take 10 grand and put it on the Chiefs. For that's what I'm going to wear because I'm kicking it with Taylor I've in the booth. I've said this forever, man. Like, how do you not do that? How? I've that said this no forever. Sense. Like, I've had friends that were across the league that were equipment managers and stuff. And I'm like, how does someone not call up and go, what color is the Gatorade? Yeah. Because, like, all I got to know is that I will happily give you a cut. I will never Easily. own it or on it. I'll just say, hey, you know what? For Christmas, I sent you a card. Or, you know, last next time we're Probably out, I'll buy you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of buying you a drink at the bar, yeah, we'll go to the dealer down the street. Yeah. Something like that. But there has to be somebody cashing in on some of these props. Because it's not like the coin toss one, right? The coin toss is just chance. Which, by the way, if you're curious, I did, I did look it up. I asked Jeeves, Andrew. Uh, Tails has been 30 times. Heads has been 27 in the 57 Super Bowls we've had. So, slight lean on tails. Okay. Uh, whatever. Um, but, yeah, those you can't really, you know, like you don't know who's going to score first, who's going to whatever. But some of these can be manipulated really easily. Even even Reba can, can That's manipulate That's what I was going to say, that. too. Like, you don't have to know. You can know Drake. You could know Reba for the anthem. Exactly. And, and if she says, hey, if you just say, hey, Reba, could you sit on a note or two and, and give me, you know, yeah, just give me your practice them. times? Just, because you know that they Aretha. have to go through and they have to rehearse. Yeah. So when she does the rehearsals, you knew Aretha Franklin was going nine and a half minutes oh, on her anthem. Easily. Easily. So facts. There has to be some people cashing in on some of these props. I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's wild to me, but I'm getting tired of the same props, too. Getting sick of them. Well, but here's the thing: you're not. They're not going to be the same old ones, but there's going to be a ton of them just because of freaking Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think we should. I, I, I just feel like there should be a, the ability to make up your own prop bet. Will Taylor and Brittany make out in the booth? I'm going yes. Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, Brittany yeah. Mahomes, not Brittany Spears. Right. That'd be hot. Will too. Jackson find but, a way to be arrested before the end of the show? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Brittany and Taylor make out. We'll do it a plus ten thousand for yes, but you know. Might be worth a dollar, just a just just one unit. Mr. Mahomes, don't don't say anything about my unit. Oh, you no. yeah? Well, you have one for Mr. Mahomes. I mean, huh? <laughs> over under on drinks in his hand while he's in the booth. I mean, oh, I don't know. Wow. Too soon? Too soon? I don't know. It'd be crazy if he's like out on the field and uh, he's got on shorts and an ankle monitor. <laughs> That'd be outstanding. Are you allowed to be here, sir? Yeah, as long as I'm not driving. Wow. (laughs) My son just drove down the field and scored a touchdown. I won't be driving home tonight. (laughs) This drive (laughs) brought to you by. Here come the Clydesdales. They're taking me home. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that's why I've wondered that for years. And obviously working in the NBA, too. It was like you had inside information. Did you ever? You didn't tell me. Gambling wasn't that big. Gambling wasn't that big back then. 
you never manipulated no. any of that? No. Huh? Like, what but I'm would kicking the myself for not. Because they have things like, what will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say first? I under, think the over, under on, what is it? I think the over, under on how many times they're going to show Taylor Swift is five and a half. That's in the first quarter. Yeah. 100%. There's no doubt. Like, when you got the commissioner during his press conference literally addressing and talking about Taylor Swift, you know the network is going to be overplaying that. They, this, this, do you guys think this will be the most watched Super Bowl of all time? I feel like there's no way it's not. It doesn't matter if the game the is or not. Yeah, but it, I'm just saying. It doesn't matter the, if the game is good or not because of her. Exactly. Taylor Swift is bringing. And that's why all these people that are hating on her are like, Ugh, this is stupid. Hey, man, if you love the sport of football, Kyle Brandt said this on uh, Good Morning Football. He's like, look, I love the sport of football. My daughter came in and started asking me about Travis Kelsey. We don't talk football. But she's coming in and asking me, will you let me know when Travis Kelsey scores? That's a beautiful thing. That's a great thing. And if you love sports and you love football, you should love the fact that there's a whole new fan base and a whole new set of eyes on the sport. It's great. Dude, my 8-year-old knows who Travis Kelsey is as well. It's crazy. And she's asking about the Chiefs. And this is she's been Her pun- new favorite team. And she's been punished for at least a week. <laughs> Because she's been browbeaten. We into, are Packer fans. That's correct. And that's all we all we know is green and gold and go pack go and all those kind of things. And because of this, because she loves Taylor Swift, she knows about Kelsey and the Chiefs. Dude, that's that's hilarious that you you're gonna She will walk through the living room and go, Oh, who's playing? Because I thought the season was over. The Packers are done. Oh wait, oh, it's Travis Kelsey's team. I love she's trash talking you. I thought the season was over because the Packers no, are no, done. That, that, oh, that's trash talking. Fantastic. That's a rule in the house. There is no more football when the Packers get done. That's, that's fantastic. it. Um, I, you know, the only other thing that drives me nuts about Super Bowl week, and I, because I don't have a lot of patience for foolishness like this. But You're it's, a comedian, and you don't have a patience for foolishness. No, it's when it's the media days, and when they put the athletes at the podiums, and then they give access to a Everyone. bunch of people that don't know anything about sports or the sport of football, and then let them ask them questions because they're not going to ask football questions. You're going to get questions like one lady, I don't know who it was, and I'm not saying it because she was a lady. Travis Kelsey's at the podium, and she goes, Hey, Travis, I have two questions for you. Well, do you want the good one or the, uh, the crazy one first? He's like, just ask them. And I'm like, thank you. And she goes, okay, I need you to finish this lyric for me. I was like, oh, God. She goes, um... Karma is a guy on the, and he goes, Chiefs. She goes, okay, what's the rest? He was like, what's your second question? <laughs> it was so beautiful. And she started singing it. She was like, I don't know, she started singing it. And I just, you know this as a media guy. When you're in that room, mm-hmm. every football writer and every. Oh, they're annoyed. Is just cringing. Like, how did you get a pass? I got a buddy that's a beat writer that couldn't get here because your dumbass got a pass to this and started singing Taylor Swift lyrics to Travis Kelsey in a media event. Yeah, there's no doubt oh. about it. How about the, the dim the I'm not gonna say that. The no, dumb say a, the dumbass who had the hot mic in the stadium for everybody to hear when you get the two quarterbacks up there and says, What are you are, are you ready to break Taylor Swift's heart? By beating, if you have a chance to beat the Chiefs in the fourth quarter, what do you think he's going to say? So stupid. No, because I love her music, man. I can't do that. Oh, yeah. And he just went, yes. Smart. Now yeah. go away. And, and sure. guy with the microphone, you shouldn't be up there. No. No, you definitely shouldn't. There was one guy. This was weird. This weirded me out. There was one guy that was asking questions. He was from France. 
And that's not weird in and of itself, but when you hear a French dude in a French accent being like, and indeed, I have a question for you about the Super Bowl. I was like, okay, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right to hear a French man say Super Bowl. Super weird. I was, I was like, uh, I'd rather that chick sing lyrics. That was really weird. I don't know. I just that's rather just you me. keep doing it. I feel like that's. You almost carried a tune. It was rather entertaining. I wasn't going to do it. No, I thought you might. <laughs> you nope. might know the lyrics to the songs. I mean. My daughter does. I do not. I mean, I mean. I got some issues with her new song, by the way. Which one? Was it over? Because, you know, normally my, my daughter puts on her channel in the car. It's great. Yeah. And she's, I love hearing her sing at the top of her lungs. And then all of a sudden she's like, was it over when you unbuttoned my blouse? I'm like, okay, we're going back to 70s on That's 7. It. We ain't doing that anymore. Yeah, you got to get her like a, you got to get her a Cardi B album. That's not going to cut it. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> no, you slow your roll there. Meg the Stallion, <laughs> you slow your roll. Let her just stick oh, to doing commercials about the inexpensive workout gyms. Yeah, you stop doing that. All right, we got one segment to go in the show. That means you know it's time for Joe's favorite segment or Alex's favorite segment, Car Wreck of the Day. That is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll wrap the whole thing up, put a bow on it, and then turn it over to Game On. But before we do that, let me tell you about my good friends at my bookie. We know the big game is Sunday. We know there's lots of opportunities for you to cash in. You just heard our man Lee Sterling giving you tips. If you want a place to put down some money on those tips, why don't you go to mybookie.ag? Mybookie.ag, best in the business. Been in business for over 10 years. That means for over a decade's worth of service, the money ain't going anywhere because they aren't. They're going to take care of you every step of the way. And if you remember our promo code, BET975, they're going to take care of you even more because right now they're doing it again. Whether you're a new subscriber or you just reloading your account, all you got to do is go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code bet975 and every time you put in between 50 to a thousand dollars they're going to double that new deposit instantly in your account more money in your account more chances for you to bet on games and of course more chances for you to win it's because you listen to us that you can do what you do with mybookie.ag use that promo code bet975 do what i always tell you to do bet anything anytime anywhere what the only place i tell you to do it it's mybookie.ag use our promo code bet975 You all right? <laughs> My leg is broken. The ball's oh, coming see. through. Let me see. Let me see. Ah! Let me give you a ah! you brick. Where's my fucking money? This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. Hey, back. Final segment of the show. It's the Killer Bees featuring, I'm not going to say my favorite bee. Ah, uh, you know it is. Barry Laminek filling in for Jeremy Branham. Jeremy Branham will be back tomorrow. Joe George back at the studio. Andrew Carlson. Hey, Jamie, is this better? At the decoy. Jeremy was saying my mic was low. You think Jeremy texted that? I thought that's what you said. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Didn't he say I it was said, Jeremy? No, look at Andrew. I never said oh, that. Oh, I thought you said Jeremy said your mic was low. Were you low. on Twitch? I was like, no. I thought that's what you said. I heard you say that. So we're back uh, to the old Barry. Hearing things. Okay. Bad dreams. Congratulations. We just created the car record day. <laughs> you did? <laughs> You heard stuff that wasn't said, and then you said I'm it I'm old. I hear things. So our Car Wreck of the Day nominee number one is Barry Laminak for joining us and then doing exactly what we didn't well, expect to have happen. Yes, but you did. That would be our first Car Wreck of the Day. Joseph, do you have, any, do you have a Car Wreck of the Day? Yeah, whatever the hell is happening with my radio board and the Twitch. Yeah, evidently, huh. uh, we apologize huh. for Barry if he said anything during a break what? that we didn't know about. What? I would never... Evidently, when he continued the conversation about 
Was it hot dogs? No. What? Oh, right. So anyway, no, um, if that's the case, dogs? then Joe is actually trying to set me up. That's fine. Um, you got anything, Barry? I really, my my life is pretty good right now. I've not had anything go bad. I mean, there are things that make me angry online. There are things like um, I'm watching uh, First Take or what is it? First, first. Oh, Joe, down, Joe, 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 Joe. Time out, time out. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. And this is where this is going. Before you can even say this to try and defend yourself, Joe George, Barry Laminek gets nominated again for Car Wreck of the Day. Do you realize that he discovered today Good Morning in Football? No, not yeah, today. I, I'll week. be honest. I wasn't sure who put that on the rundown. That was me. Okay. I don't so, watch TV in the morning. I got things to do. I got to feed the cats and give them a bath. And take them You've for a been walk. slobbering all over someone that's take, been on Good Morning Football forever. Take them to karate? Yes, I take my cats to karate, all right? Are they still Metro? Huh? No. <laughs> don't start. You leave my sensitive cat out of this, Joel. Okay? Look, I don't watch the NFL Network in the morning, in the afternoon, or at night. Only when there's a game on. I don't. What am I? What, what am I? Uh, you're I, a I'm, lot I'm now. I'm busy. Do you I'm know a who Kay Adams is? Man. Huh? Do you know who Kay Adams is? No. Mm. No idea. Mm. I used to watch um, MLB Network's morning show. I don't even do that. I don't watch TV until my wife gets home at 5 o'clock at night. I just wake up and start working until yeah, 5 o'clock. and I don't see Nora slapping on the NFL and, network. No. But when I, I was watching uh, Super Bowl coverage of Scott Van Pelt, they had uh, Kyle Brandt on. I was like, who is this dude? And then he started doing the, the scepter thing, which was very sus, we'll just say. It was very like, oh, you're just out there giving – Big phallic symbols out. Okay, that's cool. I had no idea who this guy was, so I started watching. I was like, oh, he's funny. I like this. This is a different style than just regular old boring sports talk, which is what I'm all about. I love that. Thanks so, for, new fan. Thanks for joining us in the in the modern-day real world of football. Okay. I, You're nominated. I Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I don't would you like to thank the Academy? Do you think I you're going like to win it all? No. No? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I might. I probably will. Since this is my only Joe, day I know here. this is surprising to you because he was he did not do it in person. Uh-oh. But Alex, who actually is here, nominated you as well for your own nomination about the audio and the board. It's not my fault. Oh, wow. Well, that's I mean, also what we do. It's kind of your job. But this that's is like really not my fault. Do. No, I mean you, you can't really it's your job to make sure that that doesn't happen, Joe. I can't. I, I mean, can't break. There's a ghost nope. in the board. That's the only thing that I can explain. That's not. I have video evidence that I did everything correctly because I know oh, you do? when I tell you people about this, they're going to tell me I'm doing something wrong. I've been on the wow. board for ten years. I know what I'm doing. How paranoid are you? You get the phone out and start filming. See, see, it's guys, not, right it's not here. Paranoia. I'm doing this. It's paranoia. It's it's prepared for ready ready for a fight is what it is, Barry. Wow. I feel like you've messed up so much. You've got a plan to prevent you from getting caught messing up. No, I just is know how what, things work. That, Okay. Okay. So Todd, the show. Your job is to make sure we don't say anything inappropriate at the breaks. Andrew's job is to make sure that the Comrex has power. Joe's job is to be nice. Nobody's doing their job today. Wait, what's Joe's job? Joe's job is to be nice. Oh, my job. Yes, Yes. thank you. Nobody's doing their job. I I would like to nominate Poncho on the Twitch because Todd, the show, said, did someone say Kay Adams? Love Kay Adams. Hard not to. To which Poncho responded, responded, the prawn actress? (laughs) 
I didn't know shrimps could act. Or wait a minute, prom no, but probably meaning porn, but spelled prawn. Is that now? Now I've got to go on these people's fine Wi-Fi. And now pull he up also an gets credit because he rebuttaled with, "I put a spell on you." Uh, I get it. Very well played, sir. Okay. Nice bounce back. Hey, no, Joel Hernandez, who loves me, and that's why you can love me more. Uh, Jerome is not in studio today. Jerome Solomon already in the house. Let's he go. has he has taken at least two trips around the building. He <laughs> was actually showing people what doors open up to other establishments, and he now would be ready to and geared up to go right at Barry from the jump today. He could not figure when out when game how to get on in the gets building. on. I'm not gonna lie, it was a little confusing to get in at first. And then I saw the gate that had the big sign on it. But at first I was like, oh, do you have to go through the good burger to get here? I don't know how that works. I don't know. That was a little confusing. But Joe, what wins? I shouldn't ask you because you can't vote then you won't vote for yourself. It's not my fault today. I'm voting for Barry just because he's the guest. I have excuses. Wait, didn't you get nominated twice, Joe? Yeah. Probably. I think by default you win if you get nominated twice. I win every day. Yeah, but you never saw Good Morning Football. So what? I don't watch TV in the morning. You don't have to. It's on Twitter. There are clips all over the place. You do sports radio. Okay, well, first of all, no, I don't. I do sports talk. (laughs) It's a big difference. Is it? a big difference. Oh, yeah. But no, I don't watch TV in the morning. I don't watch TV until 5 o'clock at night. Why do I feel like that's a bigger discussion that we have time for? That I don't watch TV? The difference between sports radio. Yeah, I'm not on the radio. I mean, I'm on the radio right now. But every day I'm on Twitch. You win just now I'm because live on you're absolutely live. confusing okay. the hell out of me. Oh, What's the sorry. difference between sorry. sports radio and sports talk? One's on the said? radio and one's not. I got to go. <laughs> you don't. I do. D- young guy, Andrew Carlson, do you understand what I'm saying? No yes. one does. Thank you. Thank you. How did you understand that Suck gibberish it, for the last five minutes? Hold on. Let me hit him with it. Suck it, nerd. There you go. There now. Oh, yeah, Barry. You hammered me. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> we got to go. for it. Jerome, punish him for the next hour. Oh, Jerome Solomon's coming will. up next. Game on with Jerome Solomon featuring <sighs> Kay Adams. <laughs> if you know who she is, you wish it was her and not him. Coming up next, you guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining the Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, FM. ESPN 97.5.